Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Big show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Today is Tuesday, right? Take extra care to follow the instructions or you'll be put to sleep. And don't forget Taco Tuesdays. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show, brought to you by Big O Tires. Now through September 6th, save up to $150 on Big O brand tires during the anniversary sale. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Eric Jensen producing today. Gordon Monson here, as always. Jake Scott's grand uh, Cayman Island vacation continues. So I slide into the one seat, as Lloyd called it. He he sent it uh, a picture to you and me today of him relaxing on the beach. Yeah, I would have appreciated a, a little bit of a, some censorship on that picture. It was a little, <laughs> little more intimate than I would have liked to receive on my text messages. But, you know, cover up, Jake. That's all. The sun can get you. Well, apparently, you know, where he is, it's, uh, you know, all natural. It's okay. <laughs> well, the only thing I saw on his body was a hat. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> And he was wearing sunglasses. Oh, I guess that's because true. Because yeah. he wanted to shield where his eyes were. Looking, I, I see. Yeah. yeah, it was a great picture, and everyone else in the picture looked like they were having a great time too. So, uh, Jake is out. Uh, I'm Austin Horton in for him today. We've got any hour services. Mike is here from any hour services. Talk to him a couple times each hour with an extremely cool deal. And yeah, I used the word cool there on purpose, so stay tuned for that. All right, if you got air conditioning problems. We got solutions. You Gordon, know, Mike's really smart. Uh, we just have to put up with him. He's well, he has to put up with you. Look, this I'm excited for today because I usually see this interaction from over there, uh-huh. behind the you know in solitary confinement over there where the producer sits, and uh, you you like to put the as you put it the screws to him. Well, I asked him one time. I said, "Could you guys uh, send someone out to the house?" And give me a deal, and he said, "Okay, we'll only charge you ten bucks more than we charge everybody else." I <laughs> see. The, that's called the Gordon Monson yeah. additive. Yes, that's the yeah. surcharge. I guess uh, it's I a can, long way up that mountain, man. I, I, I can accept it. <laughs> how how are you? You've you've got your legalized Mulligan shirt on again today. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which I think is a play on the word marijuana. Is oh, that it, what you're going for there? It is. I don't know. That's what your bishop told me. So. I, really. <laughs> I thought we were talking golf. Uh, it also the 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 silhouette of the guy doesn't look like he's golfing as much as it, as it does he's doing something else in the woods you do while you golf. <laughs> Jake hates this shirt. Why? Because he's anti Mulligan. Oh, well, he he's... thinks everyone who plays golf should play by the absolute rules. No Mulligans. Yeah, there's a reason I haven't and probably won't play golf with Jake. <laughs> because, do you play fast and loose? I play however I feel like playing. 
wherever I feel like if playing. You hit one, if you hit a ball on, in an unfortunate way, you just drop another one and say that didn't count? That or if, if, if the ball goes – if I'm you know on T1 and the ball lands in fairway four, I'm now playing on hole four. That's just how I go. Well, that's okay. Oh, what do you, I mean, you can play from there onto. I once got a birdie by playing a different fairway. <laughs> that's right. It was a, it was a shortcut. Uh, I don't know if that was even legal, but I, I thought it was. I had five strokes through the first four holes uh, last week. You no, know, because I was just skipping fairways. You know. Oh, okay. Well, that's a good way to lower your score. <laughs> play where the ball lies, man. Isn't that the rule? Holes. <laughs> What'd you shoot today? I played nine. I, well, I played the front nine. And what's your, what was your score? 32. <laughs> well, I didn't play, you know, five, seven, eight. And I was on that. I was on those holes for a shot. Yeah. Do you do you think if if <laughs> if you could do that, <laughs> would it be worth doing that to lower your score? Even though you lose the opportunity to, to the enjoyment of playing the holes you skip. Oh, it's just so you have a better score. Yes. Well, that score at the end doesn't really count. Does I know, it? but you can. It's amazing what you can rationalize. In well, your then mind. just shoot a hundred and four and say you shot seventy-seven. <laughs> What's the difference? Well, then you're lying. You're lying either way. Well, you kind of are. You're but like I the... always say, play it as it lies. Uh huh. Uh, the jokes aren't better on this side of the glass, man. Oh, Austin's sitting in my seat, and I'm sitting in Jake's seat. Let's not seat. do this again. And, and when, I, when Jake and I did this, I really thought Jake was going to hit me. It got real awkward at times in that unforgettable opening of the show a few weeks ago when you and Jake switched seats. I've, I've known Jake for 20 years, and I'd never seen him in that condition in my life. Here's, here's what I've learned about Jake Scott. Uh, if you recall that day, he was flustered because he had got to the station Realized he did not have his equipment, his yeah, computer, yeah. and there was no time to go home and get it. So he was angered. So he was, he was, uh, Jake likes to be punctual, prepared, and ready to go. And when he's not, he turns into a bear. Well, he, yeah, I mean, I, but I've seen him in all situations. I've never seen him like that. I mean, I it's thought like he, he lost an arm wrestling. I, yeah, I, I, I thought I thought he was going to hit me. I thought he was going to punch me. Austin, I've only punched you twice. <laughs> yeah, and, you know that's pretty good for over this long time we've been working together. Well, Maybe. that's you made that second one. I don't. I haven't forgotten it. So so you're going to get even it's, one it's, day. And, no, I mean it's ended it too. Oh. Uh, I don't want a third one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, uh, we we have a lot to get to. We were just talking about lying, and there was a alliance today between the Pac-12. Big Ten, and ACC, and a little feature you and Jake used to do back in the day. Actually, maybe it was you and Bowler with the, the Truth Machine. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, did, I think I did that with Kevin, too. Oh, you did? Yeah. Well, I found it. I found the Truth Machine. <laughs> Good. I love the Back there in a closet machine. over there. And uh, so I pulled it out. And why don't we get started, Eric, on the split story of the day? Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. Two. Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280, The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. All right, the Pac-12, the Big Ten, and the ACC, Gordon Monson. I know you wrote about this. And I'd like to get some of your thoughts from your column. It's probably not posted yet, right? No, it's not, but it will be shortly. Uh, they've decided that enough is enough. You have you big bully SEC, three against one, and the Big 12, uh, who, we never knew them. This, this alliance uh, presser today, Gordon, was something to behold if you could stay awake through it. 
It, uh, how do you you, uh, you described it as a whole lot of nothing, essentially, is what you were saying. But yes. but there were some things that were brought up that I think uh, portends uh, interesting engagements in the future. And that is namely they're doing this to protect themselves so they can form a voting block to keep the SEC from taking over. See, and that, a voting block in what regards? When there comes some issue— I don't even know how this is going to work because the NCAA is going to essentially fade away. It is. And so is it going to be left up to individual conferences, how to do things? Maybe they they don't need that. But uh, still, they want to present, uh, what, an equal face, I guess, uh, to the SEC so the SEC won't run roughshod right over them. You've seen the three amigos, right? Yes, and how that that spoiler alert for those from the the eighties. I haven't seen the the uh-huh. three amigos. How that ends is this little tiny town of Santa Poco uh, that is outnumbered and outgunned by the the bad uh, banditos of El Guapo. El Guapo. Yeah. Uh, they make they sew up a, a bunch of three amigo outfits so that El Guapo thinks there's too many of them and they can't overcome them. And that's how they. That's what this is. This is. The Pac-12, the Big Ten, and the ACC looking at SEC El Guapo and going, we're not good enough. We're not strong enough. What can we do really well? We can lie better than most. And so <laughs> and they lied to us. And they can do it together. Yes. Yeah, so if three people are lying, yeah. that's, that's that three times. truth, right? <laughs> that's right. Two wrongs don't make a right, but three lies make it a truth. That's, it's in yeah. the good book. <laughs> Somewhere in there. I think it's in uh, – it's uh, where is that? I think that's in. Uh, I'm really seven. Yeah. Where? Uh, it's it's a little known uh, <laughs> Habakkuk, I believe. Uh, is, is, is that, that where part that of the Dead is? Sea Scrolls? Is that one of those? Maybe. Uh, I have to check my uh, ancient scripture degree uh, that I didn't get because I. Let's get Hugh Nibley on the line. Maybe. <laughs> uh, all right, but speaking of, they lie really well. I, I did swallow a lot of vomit as I listened to this presser today. And I thought, That's okay, kind of well, there was a lot of uh, ch- stomach-churning answers from these commissioners, professional so, so liars. So going to put them through the truth machine? So I thought we'd play their answer and then let Susie the truth machine translate. Oh, all right. Was it Susie? I th- that sounds right. That, that's what's written on the side of this that I found yeah. in the closet. Yeah, so, yeah. All right, Eric, the first question was to Commissioner of the ACC, Jim Phillips. Essentially, they asked him, why do this? What became clear from our conversations is that our institutions share values, interests, and a genuine and dedicated commitment to the overall educational missions of our world-class institutions. Okay. <laughs> this emphasis on education... And look, that's that's a noble. See, you vomited too. That's a noble thing. I get that. <laughs> but this is all about making money and protecting interests. I agree. He, he why do it? He says, "Oh, for the student athlete and protecting their interests." Uh, here's why he they're really doing it. It became clear we were the losers without dates to the dance. That's why. The, that's what he said there, right? That's exactly what he Susie, really said. She tells it like it is, man. Mr. A- Commissioner Phillips, why are you doing this? Oh, to protect the sanctity of the academics and the, the student-athlete, blah, blah, blah. No, really, <laughs> you were without a date to the dance and thought, we got to find someone to go with. Uh, yeah, that's one way of saying it. Yeah, so there's, there's truth number one 
from the alliance today. Uh, staying with Commissioner Phillips, if this is true, what are the benefits of doing this? From a longer term perspective, we are bullish on the scheduling alliance as it will elevate the national profile of all of our teams by playing from coast to coast with college fans across the country as the beneficiaries. The combination of national games and having a national impact and influence are key elements of this collaboration and do help create a degree of certainty in an environment that has become increasingly unstable. <laughs> okay, let's hear what Susie said. Word salad there is what yeah, I, I mean. Why, why, why didn't he just say, uh, well, we're going to get together so we can jointly make more money? I like that. Susie, what is the translation? Does it sound like I am being forced to read a ransom demand? <laughs> oh, and by the way, hey, college football playoff, don't forget about us. That's that's the benefit, right? Susie is just spot on. She's she's a she's an oracle, really. <laughs> she can see. Always has been. Uh, that's what he's saying. I agree with Susie that essentially the Pac-12, the ACC, and the Big Ten looked around and went, the SEC is going to get eight teams in the playoff yeah. if we don't do anything about this. Yes, exactly. How many teams are in the SEC? 12, 13? Uh, I can't. Yeah, 14. 14 now? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Eight well, of the. Now it'll be 16. So so 70% of their conference. Yeah, now it will be 16. Yeah, yeah, with Texas and Oklahoma, whenever that actually. But the, the, that's why they're doing this. The benefit of forming an alliance is to say to the college football playoff, hey, we're still here. <laughs> Don't forget about us. Saturday, uh, horseshoes, my backyard. That's what they're doing. Yeah. Well said. I, I can't add to that. All right. ACS, or excuse me, Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren was asked, are you really just doing this in reaction to the SEC? <laughs> I have great respect for the SEC. I have great respect for Greg Sankey and his leadership. I would say one of the most powerful mentors in my life was Mike Slive, uh, who was the SEC commissioner uh, before Greg, who, who helped train Greg, you know, Mike had an important just role in, in my life. I wouldn't say this is a reaction to Texas and Oklahoma joining the SEC, but I think uh, uh, to, to, to be totally candid is that you have to evaluate, you know, what's going on in the landscape of college athletics. And I think it's really important to make sure that you are, are aware of all these different things going on and make sure that from our individual conferences that we do all we can to make sure we protect our conferences and and uh, and build strong you know relationships to make sure that we protect our our student athletes. But so it's not words, a reaction. A reaction. <laughs> exactly. I wouldn't say it's a reaction. I'd say it's a reaction. <laughs> I'd say we're reacting, not having a reaction. Yeah. 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 Well, Susie, what do you make of that comment? I hate the SEC and wish it would be launched into the face and surface of the hottest of suns. Screw the SEC and everyone or anyone connected to it. May they all catch herpes from some guy in Boise. Wow. Uh, man, that's bringing, that's bringing the heat. Some guy in Boise? What does that have to do with anything, Susie? Jeez. I have great respect for the SEC. I'm not reacting to the SEC, but I saw them do something, and I, I wanted to do something. One of my great mentors was Mike Slive, who never would have done this to us, would never would have screwed us over the way Greg Sankey did. <laughs> All right, just a couple more. Now the Pac-12 commissioner, new guy on the block, George Klyavkov. What kind of agreement uh, have you put down to paper between the three of you? 
there's no signed contract. There's an agreement among three gentlemen, and there is a commitment from 41 presidents and chancellors and 41 athletic directors to do what we say we're going to do. If there's any lack of specificity in the press release, it's because we want to make sure we could deliver 100% of what we promised. So we're aligned in how we want to approach this, but there's no contract. There's no signed document, and there doesn't need to be. And the reason that the, the whole thing, it lacks specificity is because, well, we don't know what the hell we're doing, really. <laughs> we'll see how it turns out. Susie? This is more of a common law cohabitation than a marriage. If you don't write and make wedding vows, then you can't break any wedding vows. <laughs> Besides, what if the SEC calls us next? We want to be single and ready to mingle. Ah, oh, there we go. There we go, Georgie boy. So the alliance is good for who it's for as long as it's good for who it's for. And if it's not good for who it's for, then we're jumping the heck out of here. <laughs> why, why aren't you marrying your longtime girlfriend? Oh, we don't need a piece of paper to tell us that we love each other. <laughs> we don't need some judge to make it official so that when the hotter girl comes along, I can leave. Ooh, now you're, but, but now you've just ticked off a lot of our listeners who find themselves in that situation. I mean, isn't that where Lloyd, Me? Used, isn't that where Lloyd used to be? Me? This is Susie the Truth Machine. That's not me. This, I'm just <laughs> reiterating what she said. All right, real quick. Jim Phillips, what do you think of the Big 12 and its plight in all this? Um, let me put it directly. We want and need the Big 12 to do well. The Big 12 matters in college athletics. The Big 12 matters in Power 5 athletics and our FBS group. And so I, I can just tell you that we'll be watching what occurs here. And obviously this transition isn't supposed to be taking place for another four years, but this group in particular will be very interested to see what happens and to do everything that we can to try to make sure that, again, college athletics looks similar to what it is today about the numbers of opportunities, the commitment to one another, the support of one another during really difficult moments, which we're faced with right now. Who was that? <laughs> Jim uh, Longfellow Phillips of the uh, the ACC. So, <laughs> I mean, but in the meantime, we're going to stiff arm the Big 12 because they're not worthy to be with us in this alliance. Is that what, what Susie said? Susie, what do you think? We want the phrase the Big 12 to mean nothing more than a combo number on your local fast food restaurant's menu board. Or wow. maybe maybe a, a departure gate at the airport. <laughs> the Big 12. The Big 12, that's where the we incinerator is. We want the phrase is. the Big 12 to mean nothing more than a combo number on your local fast food restaurant's menu board. All right, and then finally, Jim Phillips was asked, or at least he chose to answer, whose idea was this in the first place? Uh, it was, I think, three motivated commissioners that felt that this was the time for us to come together and do something that we felt collectively was the right thing at the right time. Did, did he say motivated or did he say desperate? Susie? The college football ship was sinking and we were scrambling for the last lifeboat. In other words, how do you measure which custodian on the Titanic was more desperate than the other? I'll tell you, Susie just... She just comes full bore there. She, she doesn't she, hold back. No, not at all. You get what you get with Susie, and you, you don't throw a fit. And you get the truth. You don't get the truth from the alliance of the Pac-12, ACC, and, and Big Ten. If you're a glutton for punishment, that whole thing's up on our website. You can listen to that <laughs> and fall asleep. Yeah, but it's, there's great hilarity there. Is there? <laughs> so it, was, it sounded like people walking through piles of manure. 
<laughs> just sloshing around. Oh, please. All right. Uh, joining us in studio today. Speaking our, of sloshing around. Easy, guy. Gordon. Now, hey, easy. Hey, we went down that road last time Mike was in studio. Uh, yeah. We talked about such things. Mike yep. Wilson from Any Hour Services. How are you, buddy? I'm doing good. How you doing? I, I'm doing great. Good to see you. Good I'm so motivated today. Are you? Not desperate. Nope. <laughs> you, 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 uh, that that uh, that press conference was more like a a fire yup pep talk. That's right. Yeah. It's like having ET in the locker room. Like just now we have to be careful with Mike though because he comes from SEC country. He does well. He does, but he's also you're a ULM guy, aren't you? Well, that's actually closer to where I grew up. Yeah, but okay. like I mean, it was NLU back in the day. Uh-huh. But uh, I, I've never. I've never known him to be a big enough school to compete on a level where it got a whole lot of national attention. So how do you feel about LSU? Uh, I I like LSU. Like, again, like... Uh, Mike. Mike, 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 Mike. <laughs> Let the man no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Tell us about how great LSU is again. I don't have to. Everyone else does. <laughs> Their opponents prove it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's the thing about uh, folks from that part of the country is they're very humble about their football. Are they? Yeah, they don't. Let we don't know. have a lot to brag about, but when we find something, we latch on and we we ride that one hard. <laughs> well, LSU football has been hot for some time. For sure. Speaking of being hot for some time we've set records all summer long in in this fine area of the country we have with the triple digits and uh, how is all this heat affecting everyone's air conditioners well we're using them more Uh, and so anytime you use it as much as uh as we have been it's going to put more wear and tear on the system and so you're going to have it's going to shorten its lifespan essentially and so if your system is older uh and it's already you've been neglecting the maintenance and stuff you have a higher probability of something going out just because it's when it's in the highest uh when it's under the most strain that's when the parts are working the hardest and mm-hmm. it's like when you take your car on a long road trip if your fan belt's going to like go go out on you that's when it's going to go out on the long road trip when you're stuck in Winnemucca yeah. yeah and that's what the summer is it's a long road trip for your air conditioner that's so a lot of people have been cranking that AC to fight back these triple digits all summer and yep. if you're if they're out there listening and going oh man maybe I need to get this looked at do you have a deal for them going on nope Okay. Well, good to have you in studio. <laughs> we, we we talked uh, earlier. You said it would be funny if I said that. I it was it was kind of silent. Uh, oh, I, I wasn't aware you were going to ask for a deal. D- yeah. <laughs> no. So yeah, if if you're out there and you know your air conditioner is struggling or for whatever reason, here's the thing in in the owner's manual, it actually says in addition to the maintenance that you perform, like you know changing the filter and making sure that you're keeping the vents open and things like that, you need to have it checked out by a properly trained technician. And so we have a a checklist that we go through that's itemized that we go through every all of the components we make sure everything's working the way that it should and we document everything we find so normally we charge $99 to come out and do that and right now with this with the weather like we're almost done with all of the summer we've still got probably a month left and we're getting ready to go into uh, you know furnace season so here's the deal for tonight you can get your air conditioner or furnace tuned up instead of $99 we'll do it for 29 bucks but I know how Gordon likes to uh, save everybody money. And so I came in here preemptively. Oh, good, good. I didn't want Gordon to have to like come at me and look like the hero. Okay. I wanted to be the hero okay. today, Gordon. All right, well, I'll be the judge of that. What? <laughs> with the with the comments every time. So, okay, so here's what you can do. So if you only need your air conditioner or furnace tuned up, a preseason or end-of-season air conditioner tuned up, only $29. But if you want to maximize your savings as a zone listener, we'll actually tune up both of them. We'll give you an end-of-season air conditioner tune-up or 
or sorry, and an, a preseason furnace tune-up, instead of $198, we're going to save you $149 and do it for only 49 bucks. Wow. Oh, my gosh. That is good. I got it. Mike. Did you, Your did move, you, Gordon. Did you, did you get approval on that? Well, remember last time you raked me over the coals on that deal? Like, so I, I went to the managers and I was like, look, I'm going in. This is the time of year. Like, I'd like to, you know, not have Gordon come back and be like, can't you do any better than that? Well, so, I got I to hand it to you, Mike. You are you're probably one good. of the biggest reasons, no, no joke, uh, of like us continuing to like have to sharpen our pencil and come to the table with the best deal possible. And so that's why we've got the no breakdown guarantee. We've got this $49 deal for both of these. We can't offer it all year round, but this time of year right now, you can get both of those done for 49 bucks the reason i like this the reason i like this austin is because any hours i mean they're big shots around here you know how many trucks on the road uh i think we're up to 225 i mean they don't have to do this no but the fact that you're doing it speaking of humility unlike the sec (laughs) you're showing a little right well we try giving a little back yeah when it comes to like you know lsu football i don't have to be humble but like in all sincerity like we're grateful for the ability we have to go out there and help the community of utah they've been good to us and we're happy to come out there and be able to help them out maintaining their systems i like it it's an incredible deal call any hour services right now save 70 bucks on a comprehensive air conditioner tune-up with their no breakdown guarantee that's usually a 99 dollars value you're getting that for only 29 but mike threw in preemptively You'll yep. also do a preseason check on your furnace. Yes, for you can get both of them done for forty nine. So you can get either one for twenty nine, or you can get both done for forty nine. But you've got to call and tell them you heard it here on the zone 801-443-7400. 801-443-7400. Schedule online at anyhourservices.com if you'd prefer. But 801-443-7400. Mike will do it again. Thanks. That's Mike from Any Hour Services. More of the Big Show coming your way next. This is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire, every day, with no credit needed financing options available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. The Big Show, band of the day. We usually do a total request Tuesday, but I wanted to make things a little easier on our guy Eric filling in behind the glass, and so I also let him pick Band of the Day brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. Eric, you went with Rage Against the Machine. Thought you were a little too young to know anything about Rage Against the Machine, buddy. Where'd you first, how do you know about Rage? Well, they often team up with, it's a well-known fact that Eric likes rap. Uh, Can't really hear you. Can you hear me now? Yes. Well... (laughs) They, uh, it's a well-known fact that Eric likes rap, and they teamed up with uh, Run the Jewels a little while back. They Never Zach, heard of them. Zach De La Roca has been on several of their songs. They're very tight. So huh. I kind of heard of them that way, and I also figured, you know, band of the day, I like to play to my audience. Austin, <laughs> your audience, Austin, huh? Austin, today you're my audience. And oh, I, good. I know that. You enjoy. 97.5, 1280 The Zone. That is Band of the Day. By the way, Split Story, every day brought to you by Sound Sleep Medical. If you snore at night or are currently using a CPAP machine, 
to treat your sleep apnea, Sound Sleep Medical can improve your life. Visit soundsleepmedical.com. Gordon, we talked last segment segment about the Pac-12, Big Ten, ACC alliance. And to just piggyback in, uh, off of that conversation here before we take another break, we met. We played that sound from Jim Phillips, the commissioner of the uh, ACC, about the Big 12. And he said that they need the, AC, the Big 12 to succeed. They need the Big 12 to be around. College athletics needs the Big 12 to survive this. I don't know if they do, but I do know I believe they won't survive this. What do you think? Uh, I, they could survive it in some form. Or another, I don't think they're going to get any teams that are already involved in the other uh, big conferences. Because why would you? Why would they do that? They wouldn't be motivated to do that. Um, but uh, they could, you know, bring in some teams or do something that uh, they could bring in programs that are nowhere near as valuable as Texas and Oklahoma. But to keep the thing afloat, I, I could see that happening. I think the folks down there. Are are motivated to do that. However, on the other hand, I have seen some dire uh, sort of projections or guesses about what's going to happen, and that uh, the thing will fall apart. I, I I don't know how it'll turn out. I would guess that they're going to find a way to keep it keep it floating. Would we agree then on this sentiment that it will survive, but unlikely as a Power Five yeah, type level? That's a good question. Uh, it depends on the schools that they can find to add. Um, I don't know that they're around. I don't know that they all due respect to BYU. Well, like you said, you heard that uh, you heard the commissioner say, "Oh, it's important to keep the Big 12 and we they're valued in the, on the college landscape." No, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. This is a dog-eat-dog world. This is we're talking about a bunch of schools that are a part of a bunch of conferences who care about their well being they don't care about the greater good i mean that's been proven over the past 20 years longer than that so i i i don't buy any of that stuff i mean i think there might be some mercy in their hearts but not enough for anyone to advance the big 12's cause uh at their own expense yeah, no one likes to see the Sarah McLaughlin poor puppy in a cage outside in the freezing cold commercials late at night. But not everybody then picks up that phone and donates. <laughs> okay. That's what this alliance is look is looking at the you Big mean Twelve the, right now. The polar bears float lo- running out of ice. That those commercials. Uh, and they're playing that yeah. one song that uh, it's, it's so. In sad. the arms of the angels. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a puppy looking up at you with one leg and and half an eye, and you're like, oh, I feel bad for that puppy. All right, what's on Nick at night? (laughs) That's what this Pac-12, Big Ten, ACC alliance just did to the Big 12. Patted them on the head and said, oh, you poor thing. Prayers and thoughts, and then moved on with their life. Like you said, uh, the commissioner uh, was speaking about, well, we'll see how it turns out down the road, and maybe, you know, sometime in the future. He said, uh, I just, uh, to the point now, there is so much hypocrisy in college sports that I'm to the point now where I hear conferences talk about the importance of education and the importance of uh, academics. I just, I, 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 I'm having a hard time believing it anymore because this is about creating power and money for individual schools who are part of conferences. I don't even know how devoted the, the individual schools are to the conferences. We saw that with Texas and Oklahoma, and we've seen it with teams that jump from one league to the other. Yeah. 
Does, what does Nebraska care about the Big 12? Nothing. What not does Colorado a, a, care about the Big 12? Well, <laughs> they might want to if the Pac-12 decides to not want them any longer. Well, I, I just, I, it's a, like I said, it's a dog-eat-dog world. Yeah. That's what this is, and it's not about what's best for the educational experience for the student-athlete. <laughs> I can't even I hear mean, that without laughing. It's just kind of funny. And, uh, and yet, here's the thing. I mean, I think, I think pro football is purer than college football. From a standpoint, it's a professional enterprise, and you've heard various administrations say, we don't want to be professional, blah, 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 blah. Well, they already are. They are. And the NFL doesn't hide behind anything, and they're all pretty much living by the same rules. I don't know what's going on in college football because, hey, man, if you can gain an advantage somewhere, then you're going to gain it. And if it comes with more money, then grab all you want. Yeah. Uh, the, what you need to know about how these three conferences feel about the Big 12 is they didn't invite them into this alliance. Right. I mean, that, it's, so, it's so clear that uh, – and those schools – I mean, okay, so Kansas doesn't have a great football program, but they have a great basketball tradition. No one cheats better. Know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, we're going to get into that. Uh, you know, <laughs> Oklahoma State, uh, it's just like, I, pff, what are you going to bring us? But the irony in all this is that the Big 12 schools, when they had a chance to add schools to theirs, they got uh, – BYU? Are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, we don't – no. BYU? And, 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 and yeah. then, then what did BYU do? BYU jumped from the WAC. They jumped from the Mountain West. So they've done it too. Yeah, sure. Everyone so, does I it. Mean, yeah. People do it. And when you, when you talk with some of the athletic directors, they have said – well, we're doing what's in the best interest of our institution. Well, at least that's honest, <laughs> you know, but it's it's never been more true or more clear. The top 1660 is back on the Zone Sports Network, at least for a few more days. Listen every day at 1.30 as Hanton Scotty will announce another member of the top 60 players in the state of Utah as we count you down to the start of the college football season. It's the top 1660 presented by Cypress Credit Union and Icon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. I think we cracked the top 10 tomorrow. I, I could be wrong about that, but we're getting there. All right, more of the big show up on the other side. This is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire every day. With no credit needed, financing options available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. 97.5, 12-8 of the zone in the Zone Sports Network. Austin Horton in for Jake Scott here with Gordon Monson. We'll get to uh, Mike from Any Hour Services here in a moment. Gordon, yesterday you brought up Tony Finau was uh, on track to win. He ha- it took a-, a playoff, but Tony Finau got the Northern Trust Championship under his belt. He now leads the FedEx Cup playoff standings uh, in the PGA Tour. Uh, and uh, I just have one question for you. What? Do you know what Tony Finau's real first name is? No. Milton. What is it now? Milton Puha Tony Finau. Tony in quotations. Huh. Milton. Yeah. You think Tony, maybe it's Anthony. Yeah. Antonio, but Milton, Tony. But uh, I kind of scoffed at this story you yesterday did. because I'm not one, I'm not huge golf guy anyway to begin with. 
if you it's said, a, is it a major? Yeah. And it's not. And even if it were a major? Can you explain to me the uh, FedEx Cup playoff and how that works in no. golf? Nobody can. Yeah. It's like NASCAR. None of us know any of it. <laughs> but Tony Finau, a local guy and a, 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 an underdog for sure from Rose Park, that part of the story I am interested oh, in. His, that is his cool. story is fantastic. He and his brother, because they had limited resources, would uh, hang a mattress in their garage and hit golf balls against it. And, and for a guy like that to uh, ascend to his heights, terrific. Yep. So uh, Milton Finau, your uh, Northern Trust champion. Not sure if you'd like me calling him that, but he's a Lakers fan pretending to be a Jazz fan. So you've seen that whole thing, you're, right? You're bitter, huh? Well, he and Ryan Smith are real good buddies. So I got to tread a little lightly. Uh-huh. Uh, but when Ryan Smith bought the Jazz, Tony Finau said, okay, I'm switching. I'm going to be a Jazz fan now. But really, can you do that? Yeah, you can. Can you? Yeah. Or do you just pretend to? No, I think you can. Maybe robots like Th- you. There's a lot of people who think you can't, but I think you can. I mean, you can have a change of heart. And just completely it's, change? Yeah. it's, it's huh. Well, yeah, you can. Mm. Let's say Just like that? Let's say, for instance, you have a kid. Let's say that you are a Utah fan, and you have a kid who's going to go play at BYU. Are you going to be a BYU fan? No, that's your kid. I know, but you, you, good. you cheer for your kid. But they're good friends. Are you telling me that Zach Wilson's dad is now a BYU fan? Well, his no. his next son went to BYU. Doesn't make him a BYU fan means he's a Wilson fan. He likes the Wilson family because yeah, they're he, his kids. Okay, but he's going to root for BYU. If they played for Satan's team, he'd wear Satan's logos. <laughs> That's what you do for your I, kids. That, well, <laughs> okay. Go, Lucifer! Yeah. Don't save that, Eric. Don't you dare save that. SU? <laughs> Satan U? University. There, it's the team way down south. Uh, the Satan U. Yeah. Speaking of Satan. Give them hell. <laughs> Speaking of Wilson. God. I don't understand why I deserve this. You don't. You don't. I'm kidding. You. You Mike's one of the nicest guys in the world. Yeah, and uh, he, he. It is hot where I grew up. <laughs> if it's hot as hell where you're living, uh, call Mike Wilson at any what, hour. Service. What was the average temperature in the summertime down there in the in the bayou? Well, the the thing that got you was the humidity, because you know when you got you know high nineties with like ninety plus percent oh, yeah. humidity, like you can't get a break from the heat. You're all like you can't get dry. You're always sweaty. So and you it's get just, out of the shower, mm-hmm. and you're sweating. Yeah, essentially. It, it's it's nuts. I you know, I going from uh a humid climate like that to a dry climate like this, it's a lot easier to adjust. Like I've been away probably for 15, 20 years now and the only thing the only thing that I go back for now are like a couple of events like I'll put on a crawfish boil or something every once in a while, but like uh like a funeral or something, there's a huge difference. Like you step off the plane and I feel the humidity a lot more than I ever remember growing up. It was just what I was used to. But, man, I don't know how they do it down there. It's miserable. <laughs> Let's yeah. tell it how it is. It wait, is. wait, you just skipped right over the whole the old, uh, crawfish, what do you call it? Crawfish bowl. Uh, a bowl. boil. Yeah, bowl, bowl. yeah, yeah we say crawfish bowl. That's good stuff. Mm, it? It is. is it really? It is, is it? really good. I actually do a, a crawfish boil every year here in Utah as well. Uh, I will fly uh, crawfish in live from Louisiana and do a crawfish boil for everyone. You boil them alive? 
Yeah, that's how you, that's that's why I fly Jeez. them in live because if you if you try and reheat crawfish that have already been uh, boiled or if they're dead when you cook them, the the meat is like all rubbery. It's like it's really disgusting. You can tell the difference. Look, let's let's talk about how good sausage is, but let's not look into how it's made. Let's but, do that. Well, here, we Gordon. do put sausage in the crawfish <laughs> boil too, like some uh, boudin. Some. <laughs> uh, let's let's discuss before we get to the incredible deal you've got going on yep. at any hour services. We had someone on Twitter ask, "What are your service areas? Where do you go?" Sure, to? we go from North Ogden down to Nephi, and then Tooele over to the Park City Heber area. So, if you live in that area, that is where we currently service. That's what we call the extended valley. Yes, sir. A lot of people down here think the valley is Draper to Salt Lake, mm. but no, we, there's other people outside of Salt Lake, Gordon Monson. The Salt Lake extends. doesn't like to cl- claim them down there. No, us Leighton, uh, us Leightoners up there were like, "Hey, we're we're close to Salt Lake. Salt Lake. Are like, you Leightoners or late nights? We're Leightoners. Leightoners. Wait, wait, I mean, yeah, but we're we're one big city from uh, what? How far up Brigham? Uh, oh, now you're claiming us. Okay, all, all right. the way down. To Whenever what? the tax break works, Nephi. Out, <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, there there is a little bit of a break between Brigham City and uh, North Ogden. There's more of a break there, but like once you hit North Ogden, all the way down to about Spanish Forkish, like it's just like one consistent city. And I've seen your trucks all the way up and down. Right. Yeah. It, we, we just keep on growing. It, funny. Funny thing is, I heard somebody on the radio like try and advertise that they have the biggest fleet. In, in Utah, and it wasn't us, and I was like, I know that's not true. <laughs> Susie the Truth Machine. Yeah, you got to put them yeah, through yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Hey, no, I'm uh, not, not mentioning it. Tell us about uh, why airflow is so important for our equipment. Yeah, well, uh, we, you always hear people say the number one thing that a homeowner can do is to make sure you've got a clean air filter, and you want to go around and make sure the vents are open, and that's because any air in your home, if you're trying to heat your home or cool your home, you have to get the stale air that's in the house across the equipment and the only way you can do that is through airflow so make sure your return airs aren't blocked make sure your registers are open so that you can get as much air flowing through the system as possible because that's how you cool the air and that's how you eat the hair or eat the hair that's how you heat the air and so as you can imagine manufacturers uh in order when you go out and maintain the system one of the most important things they want you to check is to make sure that the airflow is working right and that it's balanced how often do you change your air filters gordon uh, well, I've been told I had one of your one of your technicians yep. come out, and they looked at our air filters and they said you got to change those out. And so they gave us temporary mm-hmm. air filters because we have some sort of air filter that is n- not the norm or something. I don't know. Shocking! You, you got big old fancy filters. Well, yeah, <laughs> has a portion blazing label emblazoned <laughs> on so, it somewhere. So they're coming again in September, I believe, and bringing uh, bringing. Uh, the more bigger filters. Per- more permanent ones for us. Gotcha. Tell us about so, the deal you're uh, giving out to our listeners today, Mike. Well, normally we charge $99 to come out and perform the manufacturer's recommended maintenance and inspection items for either your furnace or your air conditioner. So if you only need one of them done, if you haven't had your air conditioner serviced yet, this is a great time to do it. Or if you want to get a jump on the winter and get a preseason furnace tune-up, this is a great time to do that. Either one of those, you can save 70 bucks and get it done for only $29. But if you want to maximize your savings and get them both done it's only 49 dollars. you can't beat that gordon no i, I, I he's got you stymied today it, I, I there's nothing i can say <laughs> yeah it's, it's like you know it's like the old happy days uh intro when fonzie would come in and look at himself I'm 35 he'd look you were, mike no 
You don't remember this? Okay, Fonzie so stepping in front not of when it was happening. He, he, go, he goes. <laughs> to, he go, no, he goes, I don't remember grabbing a bowl of cereal, waiting for a new episode of Happy Days. He, he, go, he goes to comb his hair, and he looks at himself in the mirror, and he just goes, "Good enough." But, that, that's what I'm doing today. The I'm only, looking at Mike going, "Good enough." There's an episode I won't have to watch. No, yeah. it's, it's it's in the it's in the beginning of every episode. It's the, oh during the title sequence or yeah, something. Yeah, I, I may have caught episodes on Nick at Night, but there was no way that thing was into syndication long <laughs> Wait, well, after know, I was born. Do you even know who Fonzie is? Yeah, hey. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. The leather jacket. The, he's yeah. the he's the attorney from uh, Arrested Development. There you oh, go. Yeah. That's what he's known for now. Hey, call any hour services right now for that end of season air conditioner tune-up or a preseason furnace tune-up for only 29 bucks or do both for only $49. That's a $149 value for just 49 bucks that includes their no breakdown guarantee. Call before the end of the show though to get this price 443-7400-801-443-7400 anyhourservices.com. Thanks Mike. You're welcome. Talking Virginia Cavaliers football, the the reunion game between the Bronco boys and BYU. Coming up next with their voice, Dave Kane, here on The Big Show.